welcome to another edition of Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. I'm Adam Hildebrandt, joined by Broken Arrow Tiger head football coach David Alexander. And coach, uh, it's now been, I guess, three weeks of practice yeah. since since you've had a game. Has it almost felt like another preseason, uh, maybe even a more full preseason than you were able to have this year? Yeah, it's been a lot more practice than before we played our first game. Uh, it's been difficult in, in some aspects. Um, yeah, I, honestly... Being the next game being Jinx was a huge help. You know, keep the kids focused. Obviously, thinking about Jinx, right? We talk about, you know, the big four and playing those games all the time. And so uh, I'm really glad that the Jinx game was next to keep our kids uh, focused in practice. And you've known for a, about 10 days now that, that you could focus solely on Jinx right. uh, as opposed to Westmore as well. So uh, what changed once that game last week got canceled? What changed? What did you do differently with that? suddenly extra practice time that you had for Jinx. Well, thankful to Westmore for calling us on Monday afternoon, right? It gave us plenty of time. And so I'm going to use one of the buzzwords since uh, the, the, the pandemic has started. We pivoted <laughs> onto Jinx, right? Um, we, as a coaching staff, had already started. Uh, we, we try to work about a week a, ahead anyway, every week. And so we had a partial game plan ready for Jinx. So the next day on Tuesday, you know, we had a team meeting, said, hey, Right, um, we're going on. Here's here's the plan for Jinx, and we started working and started practicing towards uh, get ready for the Trojans. You you enter district play now. What what changes with that? Well, a lot changes with district play. You know, every season doesn't matter if you have veterans or a bunch of new guys starting. When you, when you go into non district play, the first few games, you really don't know what team you have until you've played some games and been under pressure. Uh, we play a very difficult non district schedule on purpose. Right? We want to see what our strengths are, what our weaknesses are, and where, where do we need to improve. And uh, I think the, the week off has helped the defense more than, than, than I can even state. I can't even put words on how much the defense has improved uh, since we played Owasso. You know, we, we're gonna, we've shuffled some guys around. We've, uh, we've focused on what we were good at those first three weeks. And we've – We've taken the stuff that we weren't very good at, and we've made some decisions. We've thrown some of it out and uh, kept some of it and worked a little harder on it. So um, I, I, think it's been, I think it's been good for us. It's been tough not having a football game, but you know, as far as getting ready to play, we look pretty good. You mentioned non-district is when you find out what kind of team you have. What kind of team do you have? What, what, how would you describe this team after having seen them play a few games? Well, we're still very – you know, the one thing we knew – even when we were in T-shirts in the summer, we're very athletic. We have a lot of guys that can run. Um, you know, we're offensively been five new starters on the offensive line. We're gonna, we have to create some more explosive plays. We're not going to be a team like the last couple of years that can line up and still drive 80 yards by going four or five yards at a time. Um, we're going to have to create explosive plays to score and, to, and just to flip the field. Um, the field. So we got to get the, that means right getting those big guys outside the football some more right Tally and and RJ um, get Sanchez and Marion on the field together at the same time we never did that in the non district you know we need to get those guys out there they're a threat everybody on the opposing defenses know when number two and number five are out there so you know we got to get the ball to our playmakers out there in, in space what have you learned about the Jinx Trojans over the last couple of weeks well you know when you put when you put the film on of Jinx every year that I've, you know, competed against them, the first thing you want to see is, is this look like a typical Jinx team? And what, what do you mean by that? Um, 
you know, they, they're going to sprinkle in a really, really good football player here and there. They always have. But uh, what you get out of a jinx team is uh, they do not give anything. Uh, they don't miss a line. They don't give you a 15-yard penalty. They, they don't jump off sides. Um, you know, they don't get a punt blocked. You know, they don't give their opponents anything. Uh, and so whatever we get Friday night is be something we're going to have to earn. Jinx only loss so far this year was a close one to Bixby. We we know how talented of a team Bixby is, but when you went back and, and watched that, was there anything that you saw Bixby take advantage of on film? Well, I'll tell you, and and, and I told Coach Montgomery from Bixby this uh, Monday night we played in JV. Um, Jinx was the better football team overall for for the whole game. It's just that nobody on Jinx's team could could tackle uh, the Presley. Young man, I'm not sure anyone in the state. No, can tell. No, no, no. I haven't. You know, Bixby's played Union and played Jinx, and nobody's been able to tackle. You know, we we scrimmaged him. Nobody's been able to tackle him. So, you know, uh, Presley got loose on a couple runs, uh, returned to kickoff, and and that was really the difference in the game. Uh, Jinx made one mistake, and Bixby took advantage of it, and 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 won the football game. That's Broken Arrow Tiger head football coach David Alexander. We'll be right back with more in just a moment here on Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. The Tigers of 1962 compiled an outstanding record of eight wins and two losses. The team featured all-conference stars Charles Harper, Gary Fultz, Paul Collins, Dick Cook, and Bob Weeks. Highlights for the season included a 22-0 shutout of Sand Springs, a 48-26 drubbing of Nowata, and an ever-so-impressive 40-8 rout of Tahlequah. This great moment in Tiger history is brought to you by First National Bank of Broken Arrow, a loyal fan of our community for over 100 years. First National Bank of Broken Arrow, the right balance. Welcome back to Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. I'm Adam Hildebrand alongside Tiger head football coach David Alexander. And coach, uh, you know, we, we know we had the game canceled last week. That's not the only effect that uh, coronavirus has had on this season or this school. You, you have guys having to deal with seeing people have to go home from class and contract right. contact tracing and all that. That can all be a big distraction. Uh, and so how do you feel like your guys have, have walked through this season and, and tried to stay focused on football? Well, it's a roller coaster. You know, we talk about it every day. You know, be prepared. Something, something is going to happen today or tomorrow that we're not expecting. And this, this week has actually been really – kind of tough on us with the contact tracing. So, you know, I don't want to talk about it where Jinx can see this before the game, but, you know, our, our depth chart is going to look quite a bit different when we play Jinx Friday night. Um, you know, just – but, you know, the game is scheduled for a 7.35 kickoff, and, um, you know, the Broken Air Tigers that, right, have, uh, are, are suited up, we're going to go play the football game. We talked quite a bit earlier about uh, the the three non-district games. We did not really talk about the offensive line in particular, and that was a group coming into the year that didn't have a lot of starting experience in particular together. How did you feel like that grew, group grew over the first three weeks? Well, I think they uh, – I am just uh, utterly thrilled about the progress that group has made. Um, Coach Harper's got a group of young men that want to be great. They want to be as good as they can possibly be. Um, there's a few of those guys, well, there, you know, there's a few of those guys that, 
you know, last year we're either playing defense or really far down the depth chart, uh, and they're, but they're seniors. There's a few seniors that, you know, they just believed that they were going to get a chance. They just kept living in the weight room, listening to Coach Harper, and that's, that's a group that, you know, uh, August 1st I would have said uh, it's going to probably underperform, and they've, they've met and broken every expectation I've had for them. Where do you feel like this team still has the most room to grow as we get into district play? Oh, wow. Where do we have the most improvement to grow? You know, um, the defensive line has played um, particularly well, um, especially, you know, you, we, we saw Garrett Hinesley, and, right, he's an undersized guy. Uh, the, we've talked about the secondary several times. Um, you know, we need, we need better play out of our second-level guys on defense, our linebackers. Right? We've got some incredibly talented young men right there. Um, but – you know, we need we need some more production. We need some tackles behind the line of scrimmage and some forced fumbles and some get their hands on a few uh, short passes. Uh, and that's something that has looked – honestly, has looked really good this last week of practice. And that group has, has uh, accepted the challenge from Coach Alexander. It's Broken Arrow Tiger head football coach David Alexander. Kickoff 7.30 at Jinx on Friday. We're looking forward to bringing that to you. Thanks for joining us. And uh, we'll be back in just a moment with Jake Rains here on Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. Recently, you've had to put your life on hold, and we're with you in this. At Ascension St. John, we're now open for appointments, and we are fully prepared for your safety and our care. As we open our doors again, our doctors, nurses, and care teams will continue to wear personal protective equipment. We've taken even more steps to clean and stringently disinfect all areas. We will maintain distancing in our waiting rooms and will continue to limit visitors. And we will still screen all staff to protect their health and yours. Our emergency rooms are here 24-7. Please do not delay care. We're still delivering babies and performing surgeries. And we're open for your appointments, from specialists in surgical care to routine care and health screenings. Ask us about virtual visits. Ascension St. John continues to care for you as we have been for almost a century. Thank you for trusting us. Hello, welcome back to Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. I'm Adam Hildebrandt. I'm joined by senior quarterback Jake Raines. Jake, it seems like uh, forever ago now that uh, we last played football at Owasso game. What stands out about that game to you in your mind, and, and what did you learn from that contest? Well, altogether on offense, we didn't play very well. We we made a bunch of mistakes. We didn't We didn't play our game, but... This week we play. We have Jinx, and if we don't come out and play our game, if we play like we did against Owasso, we're not going to win. But we we learned some things. We learned together. We're still gelling as a as an offense, but we'll, we'll get better. You guys uh, quite simply didn't have the ball very much in that game. How tough was it for you guys as an offense to get in a rhythm with that? It it made it made it really difficult for us. Um, you know, they had the ball for like you said the majority of the game. It's hard to get a rhythm when you're having the ball for three and out. You know that's but that's on us. We got to control the ball better. We got to manage the clock a lot better than we did. You're a senior here in 2020. You got your senior shirt on. Uh, this has been a, a year of unknowns, and, and we just had a game canceled. So it's been a long time since you've actually played a football game. Now, uh, what kind of responsibility to you do you feel in terms of being a team leader and, and helping guys stay focused over uh, weeks like that? Well, we got to as captains, we got to keep uh, our team engaged. We got to keep the work ethic up. We got to keep the energy up in practice. You know. Two weeks in practice, that's hard. That's hard on a team without a game. And, you know, this week we got a, we got a good team coming up, so we got we really got to keep that energy and that uh, that ethic up. 
You uh, are, are through non-district play now, and this is your second year as a starting quarterback. Uh, where do you feel like your mind is at in terms of grasping the offense as a whole and, and feeling comfortable uh, in the pocket and, and behind center? Um, since that week one Mansfield game last year, I've come a long ways. I'm, I'm a lot more comfortable. You know, Coach Wilk has helped me a lot, man. Uh, just, just you know, getting, getting more comfortable is a big important, big important aspect in our offense. So uh, I feel like I've come a long ways. And, and with that being said, you, there is certainly some different aspects of the offense this year. You're out of the shotgun a lot more, uh, different concepts in the passing game. What has been the biggest challenge for you in terms of kind of making that switch this season? Well, I've had a lot more put on me this year. Uh, we've, we've been throwing the ball a little bit more. It's just I've got to make the right reads and do my thing, you know, just uh, help my offense and help these younger receivers that don't have as much experience as I do, especially my inexperienced line. I mean, I've got to step up and be the guy in our offense. Jake, what are you most looking forward to about playing Jinx on Friday? Getting to play. Just, you know, like I said earlier, we, we haven't played in two weeks. So uh, our team is motivated to go play, and I think we're going to come out. We're going we're gonna to play our game. We're going to do really well. That's senior quarterback Jake Rains. We'll be back to talk some defense here in just a moment on Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. Finding your happy place is something special, and it's different for everyone. You probably already know where to find yours, and TTCU Federal Credit Union can help you get there. Right now, you can earn up to a $200 bonus when you open a new checking account with direct deposit. So wherever your happy place finds you, TTCU will meet you there. TTCU Federal Credit Union. Life is better in balance. For families who like to build their wealth while staying liquid, we have flexible rate CDs to keep your funds working hard, even when you're not. First National Bank of Broken Arrow, the right balance. Welcome back to Inside Tiger Football. Adam Hildebrand back with you. And I'm joined now by senior defensive lineman Garrett Hinesley. And Garrett, uh, this is your first year starting uh, in the lineup up front defensively. And you got a, a first-year defensive coordinator this year as well. So what are some of the changes that you've seen in terms of uh, playing up front defensively for the Tigers? Uh, yeah, it's been an adjustment for all of us, really. Uh, like you said, this is our first year with this defensive coordinator. It's my first year starting. So, um a lot that's changed. It's kind of the exact opposite of what we ran last year, right? We're moving around a lot uh, up front defensively and even on the second level in our linebackers. So I think that's something that's really been a big change and adjustment for people who have played defensive line for more than one year. Is, is that fun? What's that like being up and, and at times literally just meandering around the line of scrimmage not having your hand down? Yeah, it's kind of nice, honestly, because you get to look in the offensive lineman's face and, you know, they have no idea where you're going. So, you know, you kind of have an edge uh, when it comes to something like that. What are uh, some of the challenging aspects of that? Because while it might look like everyone is kind of just in random spots, certainly you have an assignment, you have a job of where you're supposed to be on that play. Um, I think something that's challenging, you know, for me, like I'm I'm kind of undersized when it comes to defensive line. You know, I'm like 5'10", 220. And this upcoming week we're playing guys that are six foot to six foot six. you know, bigger guys. So, I mean – Honestly, one of the challenges really is just not letting them get their hands on you because, you know, um, when you're undersized, somebody gets their hands on you, it's a little bit tougher to, you know, fight through that and make that adjustment. 
Yeah, I, I remember looking back at the Owasso game. I think their smallest lineman was like 265 pounds, yeah. and they were all like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, so there was a lot of size. But other than you know not allowing them to, to get their hands up, up in your shoulder pads and, and get kind of locked onto you, what are some ways that you combat that, being undersized and, and making sure that you're still able to get in the backfield and be disruptive? Right. Um, one thing that one of our or all of our coaches, you know, kind of preach is play to your strengths. So I'd say one of my strengths is kind of having a quick twitch off the football um, and being able to uh, up front make a move that's a little bit quicker than maybe what an offensive lineman can handle. How do you think you guys as a unit, a defensive unit, improved the most over non-district play? Um, we learned a lot about ourselves, you know, in these non-district games. But uh, one thing we really had to improve on was our consistency and, you know, just execution in general. Um, and I'd say in district play, uh, you know, like I said, we learned a lot about ourselves. And uh, going through this practice week or these past few practice weeks, um, we've really had to improve upon that. So the, the defensive secondary has gotten a lot of praise. They've got some good experience and, and very athletic. Uh, how does a, a confident uh, secondary core corners and safeties help you as a defensive lineman? Oh, yeah, it's really nice having a confident secondary and somebody, you know, is going to handle handle things back there. Um, it gives us it gives us confidence that, you know, we can go rush the passer and know that the ball may not come off as fast as what we think it's going to come off. So it's going to force the quarterback maybe to make a bad decision or to step up into the pocket right where we're going to be. That's defensive lineman Garrett Hinesley joining us today on Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. That'll do it for us. We'll talk to you Friday night from Jinx High School. Thanks for tuning in.